freedom isn't free at all. That it comes with the highest of costs, the cost of blood. Freedom isn't free. No, there's a hefty fucking fee. And if you don't throw in your buck five, who will? Ooh, Freedom costs a buck Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Good morning. Happy Friday. Another week down, hot on the heels of the 4th of July. I thought we'd take today to talk about freedom. It's the only way, yeah. Is it the only way? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Per the song, obviously. Into the conversation. Freedom isn't free. Uh, Yeah, freedom is not free. There's a lot of sacrifices. to declare freedom, but what is freedom on like an individual level? Uh, there's a lot of philosophers that have taken their shot at this, and uh, two backseat, you know, armchair philosophers here and talk about them today. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> a lot of people have this idea of what it is to be free, uh, but the nature of civilization and society dictates that you can't be totally free, right? You're still bound by societal constraints and social norms. I mean, you you don't freely talk exactly as you think. You don't say everything that crosses your mind. Like, you have a filter, right? Mm. Otherwise, you'd be shot or slapped or stabbed, you know, several times over throughout your life. Um, There's a movie, The Invention of Lying, which is kind of uh, addressing this. And mm-hmm. so nobody can lie in this film except for the protagonist. And so obviously he has like a huge leg up on everyone else because he can so easily manipulate them. Right. Um, but the freedom uh, to just act as you will on whatever impulse is counterproductive to society. So we lie. We we cheat, we steal, we obey laws and social constructs so that we can maneuver our way uh, through the system and get what we want. But if we were completely free to do whatever we want, we also wouldn't have the backing of society. You know what I mean? Like, you have to go to work. People go to work to advance society on like the fundamental level, like produce something, right? Produce something of use, service, good um, ideas, whatever it is. We all actively engage in and behave in this structure that is a net positive, arguably, for the human race. The only way that I could see you'd actually be free, the true definition of freedom would be just living out off the grid somewhere completely absent of any sort of uh, oversight. Sounds great. It does sound great. And uh, for you and me and probably a lot of our listeners, that's like the dream, right? Free ranging. Free range chickens like a motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Just be a woods guy. I mean, you can't go around killing people 
you know, there's laws. Because if there was complete freedom, mm-hmm. then there would be anarchy. A lot of the laws are in place and police officers, and that's what keeps the peace. Yeah, you're and only free because your safety is upheld by those who fight for your freedom. Right. In every aspect of the of the sentence. You know, military. Um, First responders. Yeah, police. And they want to defund. Even, you know, even technically, we hate to admit it, but like lawyers, you know, the judicial system is, is there yeah, too. You know, I've met some decent lawyers in my life, man. <laughs> I've done some things and had to have a lawyer. And they've fought for your freedom. And uh, they were being paid, but that's the nature of the game. You know, like you're not going to do it for, for free. <laughs> you know, you're not going to do it for free for freedom. So. It definitely uh, kept my freedom because I didn't go to jail. Mm. I had to do a bunch of bullshit, but I didn't go to jail. So, I mean, Jesus, you and his fucking tea, man. I'm leaving that in there. Dave's got a fucking bub over here with a metal straw and a glass. Full of ice. (laughs) He's clanking and clunking, typing and bullshitting. Blowing on the microphone, doing a bunch of Dave dumb shit. So, anyway, if there was full freedom, then there would be anarchy. You know, it would be like a dystopian world where right. Which warlords take over. and Just means that your freedom is then oppressed by someone who is completely free. Right. Which is, you know, it's kind of how the government is. So, I mean, freedom isn't real, per se. I mean, for the most part. You can kind of do what you want. And if you fall into the societal standard, then you pretty much get left alone. But we're freer than other places. Yeah, for sure. I think the the ultimate concept in action is that you're free to choose your oppressor. Sort (laughs) of. Like we, Revolutionary War, wouldn't want to be under the thumb of England. So we created our own country and fought for it and established our own independence. But then Probably we created a government anyway. which gave oversight and control of the people. So well, we just got to choose. That's not the way that it was supposed to be. Like Originally. Society necessitates structure, and structure is inherently opposed to like freedom. But again, that's on the extreme value of what you would consider freedom. So in other countries, like been overseas i've seen mm. women literally stoned in the street because they showed they, their face yeah. <laughs> god damn um yeah. they they their their freedom in that country was to choose their religion and obey by those religious and then you know state laws because they were one and the same mm-hmm. so they chose their oppression and their choice was their religion right um, it's um. An act of choice it's not a fucking great one. Uh, and we, our choice here in America was a free market, uh, democratically elected uh, representatives, um, so our voice could be heard, so that we would have the freedom to choose how we were governed in the ideal, right? The, the initial yeah, that's how it was supposed concept. To be. The so. power was supposed to lie with the people, and it's been diluted and taken away. 
continually. Mm-hmm. So what we have now is not what it was supposed to be. Like originally it wasn't founded as a democracy because democracies usually don't work. Yeah. So it was founded as a republic. And then here we are. Yeah, I would argue we are less free now than we have ever been in our history. Oh, yeah, I, would, I agree. I mean, end and, of conversation. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, to the extent where in, in all of humanity, I mean, even like slavery and serfdom uh, taken into account, at least historically, you know, you'd be working on a farm for your lord. And, uh, you know, comes by, taxes you, your, you know, Robin Hood shit going on. And, uh, Robin you could Hood. still, you could still leave technically, right? If you had the means to keep your family alive, you could expatriate, head to another area of the world. You could just live off of the land somewhere and probably not be fucking bothered for a long time. Uh, but because of the information age, Everything about your life is known. Yeah. Whether you you want to or not, we're in an era where we're like, a, a lot of us are glorifying the gray man concept, right? No trail left yep. digitally, you know, minimize paper trails, don't want government interference. We just want to do our own thing. People blend cash as much as they can. Hey. You know, you don't want the government to know how You've much you looking. make, how You've much you spend. You've been looking at me lately. Um, What's going I, on here? I see. I see you. <laughs> um, so we're like returning to a form of it, like an anonymity for freedom. I think know? that's why they're trying to take cash away. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You no, know? it is. That, that's, that's literally what they're doing. A hundred percent. What it is. Um, and we there's so much data. We're in the information age. So your freedom. Uh, to do what you please has been drastically reduced and it's it's virtually non-existent because anytime you log in to any device, immediately your presence is known. Yep. Your phone, your computer, and ATM, in your wallet. walking into the store, there's cameras on you, driving your car down the road. Every single portion of your life is known to some entity, whether it's the NSA or it's whether a CCTV, um, your internet browser, your ISP provider, no matter what you do, someone's aware of you. And then what do they do with that information? Most of the time. Sell it. Yeah. Most of the time they sell it. <laughs> on the black market. Uh, other times, depending on what the action and situation is, it's just stored there, ready for use. Oh, there's a car accident. Now we go back to you know, the scene pull a video of you driving erratically, texting on your phone, whatever it is. Right. Um, it's it's just stagnant, right? It's like potential energy versus kinetic energy. There's so much potential energy with information until it becomes kinetic. And there's no arguing that once it's in motion, you know, you can't go back, ah, oh, that shit wasn't me. Like, mm, bro, we have you yeah, on camera. the 1970s. Got, black box on your car saying that you failed to break, you're traveling this speed over the speed limit. Like no matter what it is, like we're caught in this web of information. And because of that, knowledge is power, then these different entities have power over us due to it. Even uh with DNA. You know, like 
everybody's doing 23s and me's over here mm. and China owns that shit. You're just giving them your DNA so they can build some kind of shit to kill you later, in my opinion. That's why I'm like, I don't want, I would love to know, you know, but I don't want to know that bad to where they have my extreme DNA. Like, they could build another one of me, you know? Like, I don't want that shit. I ain't down with that. You know, um, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, the funny thing to me is like, uh, after 9-11, they had uh, the Patriot Act, which <laughs> is not what it sounds like at all. <laughs> like, it's extremely different. Like, it's spying all over you. Yeah. It, it, it literally took the, I think it's the Fifth Amendment, or no, the Fourth, Fourth Amendment. Like, the, you know, you can't fucking spy on people. Right. Under the Patriot Act, the FBI can secretly conduct a physical search or wiretap on American citizens to obtain evidence of crime without proving probable cause, as the Fourth Amendment explicitly requires. Fourth Amendment. All right. So, yeah, they just basically erased it without using an eraser, you know. It was um, right in our face. And yeah, the just, most glaring invasion of privacy and human rights that we've I, ever had. I'm a conspiracy theorist. We know this, right? So... Now I was an older person because I was young when it happened. I was in history class. I've talked about it before. I wanted to go to war. I was like, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm going to war and I'm going to kill some motherfucking assholes. You know? Durka Durka. Muhammad Jihad. Fifth fifth grade, I wanted to eat Osama bin Laden's brains, man. I was was in the shit. Completely brainwashed. Yeah, and I I was down for it. My dad, luckily... Went, it was in Vietnam, and was like, no, it's all a lie, man. Don't do that shit. Don't go. You know, the only, you know, so I didn't go, and I'm glad I didn't. And it's never really been proven, but I think it was bullshit. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me now that I've analyzed it over and over. Um, the CIA has had involvements in every war that we've had since its inception. And yeah. uh, they've been fabricating probable cause for conflicts. Even the Vietnam War. That was like its intent. And, uh, you know, the conspiracy theorists out there arguing that JFK was onto this in the military industrial complex. He was trying to speak out on it and fight it at every turn. And uh, uh, this, was his, given. His nephew is running for president, mm-hmm. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., right? His uncle was JFK, his father was Robert who ran for president too. Mm-hmm. So JFK got assassinated. Then uh, Lyndon B. Johnson was the vice president, so he stepped into the role. Then we went to Vietnam. Then he didn't seek a second term. So his brother ran for president, got assassinated. So like, you know. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> and, I think not. And even because his, his son now, and his nephew is, is running, and he's talking about it all the time. He's on podcasts. He's on Joe Rogan. He's he's like, no, like, as soon as it happened, he was, he was like 10. Yeah. You know, or 8 or something when it happened. So he's old enough to remember. It's not like he was like 3, you know. So he uh, said on Rogan that when his dad received the call that his brother had been killed, he was like, he, he got off the phone, got on the phone with somebody else, and was like, did the CIA do this? 
mm-hmm. flat out. And uh, he the whole time, the whole two years, because I don't think Kennedy made it out of his first year. I don't think so. First, second year, maybe. And uh, and then like the redacted uh, documents after like sixty years, because they they usually release things after like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Sixty years later, they fucking finally let it out. It's heavily redacted, but. Basically, it says in there that CIA had something to do with it, you know. Um, and he's like, yeah, my dad was convinced that it. And then he tried to run for president to take over where his brother had left off. And then they killed him, too. Yeah, just imagine your father being fucking killed in cold blood for trying to fight for your freedom. Yeah, so now he's he's running. And then they even asked him, like, does it, does it scare you? He's like, well, I think about it. He's like, you know. But you know, I'm taking measurements to make sure that it doesn't happen. He's probably posting up with vest underneath his Dude's shit. He's got like 15 Jason Statham's just chilling. <laughs> you know, so, but I mean, he literally talks about it. Like now, right now. Yeah. He's talking about it because he's running for president in uh, 2024. And he's a Democrat. Old school Democrat. Mm. And... He kind of, like, I've been listening to him, and normally I don't, like, even want to listen to Democrats because they just irritate me. But he's like a JFK Democrat. Yeah. You know, so it's like, damn, this dude's on point because he's more aligned with, like, libertarian, you know, sentiment and just left of center. He's like, you know, the Republicans are going way too far right. Right, right. Democrats are going way too far left, and we need to bring it back to the middle, sort of. And I'm like, fuck yeah, RFK. And plus he's like swole as shit. This dude's like jacked, you know? Which is kind of appealing to a normal man. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this homie's out here doing like fucking 225 on the bench. Talking about I'm getting ready for my debates with Biden. <laughs> yeah, Biden falling down the stairs. So, dude's like 69 and he's in better shape than I am. But anyway. uh, Back to freedom. Yeah, so, so back to freedom. He, you know, so, I mean, JFK was fighting for freedom. He got assassinated. His brother was fighting for freedom. He got assassinated. Reagan had an assassination attempt. He was fighting for freedom. Yeah. So I'm surprised that Trump never got an assassination attempt. They're just trying to put his ass in prison. Dude, I was I was thoroughly convinced both Obama and Trump were going to be assassinated in their first year. I thought for sure that Obama would have been. Yeah, dude, there was a lot of hate, and it was it was hard for me because I was I was young, you know. I, for me, I was like young teenage years um, when he came into office, and uh, I was like, "There's no way, dude. There's there's too many fucking racists and bigots yeah. out there. This guy is not gonna last. They're gonna let." And he did fucking two terms. Yeah, and I. For what it was worth, I mean, he provided a lot of. He was a good face, right? He was very he was deceptive, well spoken. Well, well spoken. He was a good face for president. He was which a good speaker. Let a lot of other shit, and I was, I was entranced by it. You know, uh, I'll admit that that I let a lot of stuff. Not that I could stop it. You know what I mean? But I was more aligned to his cause because of it. So, the the charisma from the seat of power of the president is, is a real thing. Um, as far as speaking to the people, you don't think the president has as much power as we'd like to think no, on the actual congressional side. 
Uh, but as far as swaying the hearts and minds of the people, it's definitely there. And that's why you have so many fucking MAGA hats run around because Trump spoke to the people uh, so fervently yeah. and he was he's kind of character. Like, yeah, he's kind of the people's champion, like portrayed as anyway. Right. I mean, you don't, you, nobody stormed the Capitol <laughs> under Obama. No, uh, no. So. Uh, well, I don't know. That's a whole thing, too. I mean, literally says in the Constitution that if you don't agree with the government, that you should abolish it. It's not illegal, you know, <laughs> like technically, according to the Constitution. But, uh, I mean, it's a whole thing. You yeah. know, that that's not really. Not not delving into that. Um, um, but, like, the Patriot Act was under Bush. Correct. And uh, Immediately following 9-11. Right. And, I mean, that's not very free, and they call it the Patriot Act. You know, it should be the Take Away Your Rights Act. You know, it's kind of interesting. You know, Twitter is a whole big thing. Um, before I did this show started getting kind of into politics a little more because I have kids and you got to kind of know what the fuck's happening because at any moment you can be a felon because they changed some fucking law that's been a law for 50 years. Mm-hmm. So, and I never paid no attention to Patriot Acts and bullshit. So then I started really deep diving in it and I was like, this is fucking horseshit, you know? So, you know, I follow people on Twitter like Rand Paul and other senators and whatnot. So I just tagged them all in a tweet one time and was like, repeal the Patriot Act because it is unconstitutional against the Fourth Amendment. Mm -hmm. I didn't think they were going to read it. They probably never did. It's just probably a coincidence. But like a month later, they're talking about it being unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, did I do this? (laughs) Was this me? I hope so. You know? And I mean, the basis of freedom is that you, you know, elect these people who represent you. They're all corrupt, especially nowadays. But uh, the premise of it is that you have the availability to be able to talk to these people. Yeah. Especially like nowadays, it's supposed to be accessible, right? Your senator, they say, yeah, right? Your senator, time. you can, you got their email right there, got their phone number to their office. Mm-hmm. You can tweet, you can fucking message on Facebook. It's so easy to get a hold of people now. Um, well, to send a message, to send, yeah, to send it, and I'm sure that eventually they read it, or they have probably rooms full of people that mm-hmm. read shit, you know. And you can file petitions, and you know, there's a whole thing, you know. So, originally, the way it was written is the way it should be, but it's not. No, so, like, the uh, Patriot Act instituted under the NSA. So, the NSA, coming out, with shit, coming out like 60 years later, uh, was founded back in 1952 under Harry S. Truman. And uh, wasn't revealed until 1975. So we had 23 years of a clandestine government body, our tax dollars going out to someone, no one fucking knows who. Gathering information. uh, Gathering information. Now, the NSA, if you ask most people, they're going to say it's the National Surveillance Agency. Right. (laughs) Right. That's what I thought it was. The National Security Agency. Oh. 
So <laughs> the intent was that yeah. they're looking outwards uh, for threats. And uh, this is, you know, during the height of the Cold War. Um, so they're looking internally for threats that came from outside. And uh, now it's like the joke is it's a national surveillance agency because literally everything you do is is tapped or has a potential to be tapped. So you have billions of lines of data, all right, from speech, uh, anything you type, text, probably any device that you've ever touched in the last 20 years has had the ability or the active connection to uh, data gathering that the NSA has uh, available to get a hold of. So most of us, we have a smartphone and all the time you see on your smartphone even with data turned off right or microphone turned off it's collecting data on you you know so many times like a thousand ten thousand hundred thousand cases of this happening you know we'll be talking about ladders for example in our line of work and uh once i get a break go pop open facebook lo and fucking hold there's an advertisement for ladders yep I'm sorry. Uh, did I tell you to search for ladders? Me? No. It's just, Siri. It's, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I I can't. That's classified. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um. So these these devices, technology, all around us are recording information, and you're letting it happen. Information is is power. So the power of technology and access to the internet is two sided. Right. We like to think that enables us to literally we have the ability to learn anything that we ever want to know, connect to anyone or anything we ever want to connect with. But it means that you're also on the spot. Your data is being gathered and it, it just it's a matter of time before it's used. And it's a matter of situation as to what that purpose is used for. Yep. So, yep. I mean, even when you go to get a job now, they like go look at your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That's why my shit's like doesn't say where I work, right? At all, like besides, uh, and I don't mention the name of where we work on here. You know, it's not that hard to find out for government people, but for the layman person like us, they don't know where I work. If they don't know me personally, they don't know where I work, and I've never put my job on anything you know i mean there's been other jobs where they were printing out things that i posted because they're trying to get me fired other employees and shit and i'm like she's like you know if somebody sees this then it can look bad for the company i'm like okay well scroll up right here it don't say that i work here nobody knows me so how can it look bad for the company if nobody knows that i work here Mm mm-hmm you know what I mean? If it wasn't for like this show and a couple other things, I wouldn't even have a phone. If I didn't have kids, I wouldn't even have a phone. You know what I mean? I'd probably do a Ted Kaczynski and just fucking live in the woods somewhere and only have like small electronics, radio, maybe a TV, mm-hmm. something like that. Solar. A little simple not, life. Not hooked to the grid. That shit takes money, though, you know, so uh, maybe when I don't have kids in the house anymore, then I'll do something like that, but. You gotta send them fucking letters via pigeon. Well, 
Probably. Something like yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> if you need me, this is where I'm at. Just come over. You know, I don't trust the government. I don't trust police officers. I don't trust the military. Or anyone. And for that matter, like DTA is a thing. You know, don't trust anybody. I almost got that tattooed on my arm. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's necessity to really have a normal quote unquote life in, in our society and pretty much any other society, uh, to be a part of this network. There's really no getting around it. Like you can't can't Amazon Prime next day something without being I mean, connected. People want to know the truth about things. I mean, even to the fact of like where I use the anonymous guy. Mm-hmm. On the TikTok video right. as like a season three ad, you know, and everybody thought it was real. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not really him. This is a commercial, man. Like, they're like jumping on it like crazy, you know, and they're commenting on it like, what can we expect? I'm like, it's a show. <laughs> it's a yeah. podcast. It's, it, it, you know, it's not really anonymous. I guess I should have put that in the beginning, but it was a tool to get people to look at it, mm-hmm. and it worked, but then they all believed it, and I'm like, whoa, I'm not trying to spread fucking disinformation here, man. <laughs> like, it says what it is, season three, blah, 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 Blunt Force Drama Podcast. It's not trying to tell you that, <laughs> you know. Yeah, don't go, don't go fucking blow up your town hall. <laughs> don't go sharing shit like all over the world because it's just a commercial. Anyway, even that guy though, you know, like he's the whole premise of, of V for Vendetta is because of government overreach mm-hmm. and non freedom. You know. Yeah, it's the ultimate <laughs> expression of a dystopia. Which we're seeing across the board. More and, and more and more. Over in China, they have uh, the app called WeChat, which is created by Tencent Holdings. Um, long story short, this is an app that is like the everything app, the super app. They use this for their mobile payments, for video conferencing, video games, uh, your, like, your iCloud. You know, it has access to everything that you are. And most of us have so much of ourselves on our phone or through our phone. And so they're including data from these WeChat uh, apps into like the social credit score. You know, they're heavily monitored. They can't express any sort of dissent towards the political party, the CCP. Otherwise you literally get either black bagged or your credit score drops to null. And it's like to imagine like the freedom of speech we have here, uh, Reduced down to if I make one bad comment about Trump that I now can't afford my house and I can't get a job anywhere and my bank account is frozen. You could, you, they literally have the power to ruin someone's entire life or just make them disappear with a click of a button. I mean, we're not far off. No, we're going to be borrowing because, it, again, with V for Vendetta, governments should be afraid of the people, not people afraid of their governments. And right now, people are afraid of their government because we don't have... The truth, like you said, we we would submit easier uh, to certain acts of government oversight if we knew what that those acts were or what context they were being used for. So the premise of the Patriot Act was 
This is going to help catch terrorists. And how many terrorists did we catch? None. <laughs> Virtually none. Now, uh, they've expanded their rights to where this doesn't have to be an act of terrorism. The NSA can use all of its data for any uh, legal course. Right. I mean, they want you to stay not looking. Yeah, you Mis know. misdirection. And I'm guilty of this because I didn't pay no attention to this shit. I was just living life. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when Hillary Clinton was running, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I got to start looking at this shit, you know. And when Trump first ran, I was kind of like, I don't know, man. He's kind of a dick, you know. And then I was like, you know what? That's what we need. We need a, a dick. dick to fuck the pussies and assholes. Yeah. And Team America popped in my head, and I was like, oh, that's what we need. So love him or hate him, he's a dick to everyone. It's it's not, you know. Um, but I, I never paid attention to anything before that. You know, my dad used to watch politics and Rush Limbaugh and all this shit, and I never wanted to do nothing with it. I was like, I don't know. But I got kids now. You know, those laws and those policies are going to affect my children mm -hmm. and their children. Um, me personally, I think we should have an A-B candidate. Just a black silhouette person. Mm -hmm. You don't see who they are. You don't hear their voice. It's fucking like the anonymous voice, yeah. garbled. Yeah, yeah. And they just lay their policies out. And you vote on the policy, not the person. Yeah. You know, because like his RFK guy I was talking about, man, he's got good policies, but he's a Democrat. And Trump had good policies, but nobody liked him. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like, if you look at the policy, not the person, that's what should matter. And that's how you maintain freedom, is through policies and, and things enacted in the government, because the government controls the world. You know, so... If you want any shred of freedom, you got to look at the policy, you know? And I mean, there's this one chick, uh, Kate's Unsafe Space is, mm -hmm. is her, her video channel. She goes to, like, uh, rallies and shit like that for, like, she went to, like, the gay pride rally. And yeah. She interviews people, but she's a conservative. So she was asking a bunch of people of... Uh, candidate had this policy and it was a trump policy that had already been done yeah would you vote for this person oh yeah that sounds great and then, then she would name off another couple yeah she's like yeah i'd be uh, totally on point with that and she said well what if i told you that it's already happening and it was trump well i don't want to talk anymore because of the person not the policy yeah. so they like the policy but not the person you have to separate you know I'm not saying that everything the Democrats do is terrible, because JFK was a Democrat, and they killed him, you know, because he didn't want to go to war. Right. Literally, his his nephew even said, like, he was like, we're not going to war, and then he gave his, his famous uh, peace speech. Yeah. Two, three weeks after that, he got shot. So, they don't want you to be free. They don't want you to stay out of war. They want you... To stay under their boot and take more and more of the constitutional right away to where eventually we're in V for Vendetta. Yeah, so much of the uh, brainwashing that I experienced, you know, 
growing up wanting to become a service member uh, to fight for our freedoms. And they try to propose that we fight for our freedoms abroad to preserve them at home. And that is was not the case. I wasn't aware. Uh, but the reality is that we need to fight internally to preserve our freedoms at home. It, there's no evil entity over there looming over America that's trying to oppress us. It is Big Brother that is actively trying to oppress us at every turn, and it is up to us to fight for our freedoms in whatever means, manner uh, necessary. So when we talk about reaching out to your senators and your congressmen and your mayors, like the platforms are there. The capability Governor. of you to voice your opinion is there. But uh, we we have to fight. You know, do not go quietly into the darkness, into the night. Rage <laughs> we rage against the light. darkness. Yeah. And uh, I grew up with, you know, teenage years, you get some angst. And luckily, we had, like, Rage Against the Machine, System of a Down, um, Saliva. There's a lot of bands that recognized this problem and the trajectory that America was going towards. And they were actively trying to fight it through their music, yeah. um, physical acts. I mean... Uh, Fuck you, it won't do what you tell me. Yeah, Rage shut down the stock market for like yeah. half an hour. Because, the machine was the government. Yeah, they were they were literally outside on the steps of the stock market and they had to be taken down by police uh, they, forces. Yeah, they kind of went 180. but uh, the, the singer did, yeah. He's got his own show now. Um, but... It's, yeah. it's very against you gotta oppression. Get a, you gotta get a fucking vaccine to go to their concert, though. It, it's rage against the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our life, our, our our cute little life, you know, home, family, job. So much of it is controlled by government oversight for licensure, tax purposes, credit score. I mean, we're being assaulted on all fronts to try to basically become a data set for the government to manipulate. Yeah. And uh 1984 or Willie and Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And um there's now You know he wrote that book in like 1940. He's yeah. Like, and it was, was like a he prophecy. Was a futurist for sure. A prophecy. But if it's that apparent to a writer back in the 40s, you know, how are we how are we missing it now and overlooking it or just I'm, being I'm, I made a fucking shirt like it's a long sleeve shirt and it has him on it. George Orwell. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It says, I told you so. <laughs> it says 1984 on the sleeve, mm-hmm. and then it says, Big Brother's watching. <laughs> That's a great one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, government overreach has been around forever, and it's mm-hmm. it's it just doesn't make sense to somebody like me. No. Because it, it shouldn't make sense. You have to protect yourself from the entity that's supposed to be protecting you. I mean, dude. Like, the forefathers went to war. It was over other things, too, but the, one of the big deciding factors was they had to tax tea by, like, 4%. And they were like, you can't put a tax on our fucking tea. <laughs> they were beating ass over tea, man. Like, you know, the, the Boston Tea Party is because they started taxing tea. Bunch of wooden tooth dress wearing fucking yeah. motherfuckers with wigs and shit beating ass. And that's why they put these things in place and then nobody even knows it. Like, for instance, uh, 
was talking to Warren at work about the Constitution, and I was like, dude, it's like way more in-depth than you ever even know the way it's written. Mm. And if you read it, it's kind of hard to understand because it's written in like old-timey way yeah. of speaking. Right. And then uh, once you like, don't just listen to one, but listen to multiple like interpretations of constitution and like you start to look at them and you're like man these dudes knew what the fuck was up you know and uh it's slowly being chipped away at it's like this big ass like prison wall and you know thickness wise and they're just like fucking shell shanking that bitch with a little tiny hammer yeah because you can't make big moves because everybody will be like fuck you we're not doing that shit so you take away a little piece at a time the only one that matters in the grand scheme is the Second Amendment. That's the one that keeps all the other ones ready. You know, and I mean, when your president starts to say, well, if you think you can fight the government, you're going to need nuclear weapons and F-16s. It's like, whoa. You really just say that out loud, dude? <laughs> like, goddamn. You know, and then that's a whole other debate. Though. Should you be able to own a tank? Well, yeah, you can own a tank if you got enough money. Yeah, we're just Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can have a tank, you can have a cannon, um, but we're not as free as we were. No, we we've sacrificed freedom for comfort. And you know, I mean, it everything. was uh, Benjamin Franklin said that. You know, if you sacrifice freedom for security, you deserve neither. These were genius people. These guys that wrote these things, you know, mm -hmm. Jefferson, fucking pimp. Every once in a while, the tree of liberty needs to be watered with the blood of patriots and tyrants alike. Truest fucking statement in the world. Now, I mean, it's been 250. Or when was the fucking Civil War? Yeah, 1776. No, it was Revolutionary War. Oh, shit. You're right. Uh... Civil War was, you know, for slavery and whatnot, among other things. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Right? So, since then, we ain't had no internal fixes, you know? Like, sometimes you gotta, like, yo, that's enough, bro. <laughs> you know? Somebody's gotta step in mm -hmm. and be like, hey, man, we're good now. Just, this is good enough. You don't need to keep chipping. Like, my wall's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, leave my wall alone, yeah. you know? It goes to, like, immigration is important, you know. I don't think the wall was a bad idea. The way they built it was kind of stupid. You can just cut through it with a grinder. But, I mean, it was uh needed to happen. It needs to be finished. You know, we talk about uh, our politicians, anyway. Vice president, president, current. There's talking about you know, Ukraine's borders. Have we had to maintain their borders in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about us, man? You know? Like, uh, it's a racist movie. American History X. Yeah. There's a lot of things in that movie. If you really watch it, it's kind of like true. The whole message of the whole movie is amazing. But there was this one part where they raided the uh, store. Yeah. It gives a big speech. 
He's like, you know, give us your tired, your hungry, your poor. Right. What's Americans that are tired and hungry and poor? You know, until you take care of that, close the book. He was right. I mean, execution wise, it was a little, you know, but a little extreme. And I mean, you know, I, I work on weekends, do tree work for random people. And I mean, I've met a bunch of Spanish people and Hispanic people, Mexican from from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And this guy had an American flag flying, older guy. And uh, this was a year or two ago. Um, anyway, you know, he was talking about the uh, the border. It was probably 2020 when all this shit started. Yeah. And uh, he's like, these fucking Mexicans need to go back to Mexico. And I'm like, wow, dude. Because he had like the American flag and he had the Mexican yeah. flag. Well, you're Mexican, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, but like I came here legally. Mm-hmm. I had to go through all the motions. I had to go through the fucking school. I had to pay a bunch of money, you know, to be a citizen. And now I am. Now I own my house. I pay my taxes. And these fucking people are just coming over here all willy-nilly. Like, and with all this entitlement. So, I mean, you know. And, and the funny part about the whole thing is when Trump said stuff about the border wall and, and closing the border and yeah. and maintaining the border. He was a racist. It's the same speech, almost verbatim, that Clinton gave and Obama gave. Yeah. Like, if you really go back and you look, it's basically the same thing. It's just trumped up. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. You know, because he's Trump and that's he talks yeah. differently. He's not as... It's depending, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's a lot of adverbs in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's the same speech that we need to take care of our borders and shit like that. I mean, I don't think that it's right to come here and not pay taxes. I got to pay taxes. You're paying taxes. Yeah. You know. That's our price for freedom, for enjoying I roads mean, and... Even taxes were transitory. and then, uh, you know, the NSA. Yeah. (laughs) Taxes were supposed to be transitory for war matters. This is the other thing that I've discovered recently. So, you're only supposed to be taxed during war times to fund the war. Yeah. Or for the general health of the American people. So then, they took that little piece. Yeah. As, well, just always... No, no, <laughs> that's not what it meant. And I don't really think that we were supposed to be having big sprawling cities. And I don't think they looked that far like it was going to be like that. Yeah. Big giant skyscrapers. No, they, they couldn't. For as much foresight as they had, that was just... I wish I could fucking Bill and Ted some shit and go get them and be like, hey man, is this what you were thinking about? Because <laughs> he's like, what the fuck's going on, you know? Ben Franklin's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Uh, but it's just not what it was supposed to be. And I base everything on what's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, so the intent of freedom forefathers had for us here in America has been diluted, subverted, perverted, and generally robbed on all accounts for the American people. Yep. Uh, the antidote to this poison that is affecting the uh, the nation 
is it's not socialism, Dave. <laughs> no, but it's it's the action uh, of the average citizen, and uh, I think it's the integrity that we need to maintain. So, like you said, be trying to preserve the intent. You know, the road to hell or road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yep. Um, there's so many of us that want to do more that want to fix things. But once you go down that path, you know, you're on that railroad towards some position of power to make a modification, you're going to be tempted, right? Biblically tempted, you know, sell your soul for sex or wealth or power, which is all pretty much one and the same. Um, it's triumvirate of evil. And, uh, I'm sure there are plenty of politicians who started with good intentions, but once they got some money in their pocket and then blackmail on the table, they can't go back. You know, they've already, they've already sinned. You know, mm -hmm. there is no absolution for that. Right. And they're just further corrupted down the line. Uh, and then when you do have those that are really fighting for freedom and truth and the American people, you get a fucking ice bullet to the head. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's it's hard to be brave. It's difficult to speak up and act. Uh, but the power, as has always been, uh, lies with us. And as much as, you know, the looming and vague threats, you're going to need jets and nukes to take us on. We don't need to get to that point uh, as long as we do things correctly, all right? We we need to insert ourselves in those positions. I'm not talking about HOA, but uh, there's offices to be held by people. It doesn't make sense. Somebody will go to war over their lawn mm -hmm. on an HOA, but won't do shit about nothing else Yeah, that really affects you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so our rights are not inalienable. They they have to may be maintained, and uh, by the blood of, of patriots and, and tyrants yep. alike. So, uh, but uh, I feel like there's there's going to be a return to form soon. We we've seen a lot of news, and you kind of have to seek out some of the news too because it's being uh, controlled uh, and censored. But there's a lot of patriots out there that are taking patriotism to the extreme trying to return to that that golden rule that was set forth by the founding fathers and uh i don't agree with uh, a lot of it but again that that intent is there and should be preserved um you have to be able to disagree quietly like without having to fight mm -hmm. you know just by discussing it and in my travels as a 40-year-old man, you know, and as my things that I watch and do and try to learn about is usually more conservative people that are willing to have these discussions. You know what I mean? Like, most of the left-leaning people or liberal types, they just run on emotion, not logic or reason or facts you know so which i mean it is an emotional thing but you have to find the middle ground 
You know what I mean? So the way to find the middle ground is to have the discussion. But if you avoid the discussion, then you don't find anything. And then freedom just gets chipped away at it over and over and over. So we're fighting amongst ourselves. Yeah. This reminds me of Braveheart, you know. Fighting amongst yourselves for the scraps, Longshank's table. And then he goes like, people want freedom. I go to ensure that they have it. That's, you know, I mean, and he didn't want to fight, if you remember the movie. Yeah, we need it. We need William Wallace's. Well, see, I've also learned in my travels that uh, if nobody starts the conversation, nothing happens. We've seen this in safety yeah, meetings at work. Yeah, an object at rest tends to stay at rest, and an object in motion tends to stay at motion until acted on by an opposing force. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we've seen it in safety meetings. You know, has anybody got anything and everybody's quiet and then nobody says it? Usually it's me or you mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe a couple other people that are in the meeting that start the conversation. And then it's like a fucking floodgate of yeah. conversation. Like everybody's involved, but somebody has to be that one. Be the one. Yeah. I'm uh, the anti-hero type I talk about all the time, but like I don't want to be the one. I just usually have to be. You know what I mean? Because yeah. nobody else is. And I'm like, what the fuck? Somebody can say something. I'm looking around. Everybody's looking at the ground. I'm like, oh, God damn it. It's me again. <laughs> And there's been times where I look at you across the room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you want to start this one? <laughs> it's like, this needs to be talked about, you know. Um, it's okay to speak up, you know. Like, literally in our company, they see something, say something, but then they don't want you to say something when you see it. It's hypocritical as shit, and that's the way the world is. Yeah, as as of right now, the only silence that you have is of your own omission, right? We're not to the point where we are forcefully silenced. You have the opportunity to speak up, to make a statement, and to stand by it. Um, <clears throat> we just ask that you you take into account you know, the greater picture. Don't don't speak up based off of emotion unless it's something you, you really truly know to your core is, is wrong and you can't hold it back. Um, yeah, if you see somebody like attacking someone else... <clears throat> Even if they were wrong, you got to intervene. Whoa. Okay, dude, that's enough. But when we see that on the the micro level, you know, on the street level, it's a lot easier. I'll pull over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But when it's on the macro level, when it's something like the Patriot Act, and we are literally being stepped on. I wasn't paying attention to it then, but I mean, I'm trying, dude. Like, I, that's why I wanted to start this show is to make people think or try to, you know, and uh, I'm probably not going to succeed. I've had jobs in other people during the years where they're like, why do you always have to be Robin Hood? I'm like, what? Yeah, you always look, have to stand up for the poor. And I'm like, because no one else is doing it, dude. And I'm part of the people. I'm the poor people. I'm not rich, bro. (laughs) Like I come here every day. For a paycheck, not for policies, you know? So their policies are affecting my paycheck. That's why I say things. Yeah. Well, speaking of Robin Hood, we kind of kind of have to outfox the fox. Uh, we, we were demonstrated that with, like, um, 
GameStop, right? Yeah. The people took the power back. That's and right. they, they fucked with the market because, and it was just a few people, just a few citizens that saw the error uh, in our, our economic system. Yeah, they tried and, to short that shit and they were like, nah, bruh, my wall's fine. Yeah, <laughs> they they took advantage and they, they struck with the weapons and tools that they had at their disposal. It wasn't AR-15s, man. You hit them in the pocket where it hurts. You know, I talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. And this goes even into the corporate world, into if you're a boss of your company, you're a manager, and people don't want to do what they're needing to be done, hit them in the pocket. You got a lazy motherfucker that don't do nothing at work, and he's not contributing to the fund or the, mm-hmm. you know, the well-being of the company. You all work at the same place. Yeah, this is inherent in our company. If they don't want to work, send them home. All right, man. Just go home then. Dude. Money is a uh, money is a means to freedom. You know, it's anyone that a says driving factor money doesn't buy happiness is a fucking liar. Or uh, they're poor. <laughs> yeah. So. Money is the literally the metric by which we use to ascertain uh, and and gather freedom, right? You don't you don't take a vacation with no fucking money, right? You don't buy a house with your own land with no money, right? Um, so that's probably one of the greatest weapons and one of the most easily manipulated. Uh, if you you can buy me a boat, (laughs) buy me a truck to pull it. Yep, for sure. So we are actively being robbed our rights our freedoms our money you know via taxes They're and stealing otherwise. from the poor uh, to give to the rich fucking prince john is in the office right now taxes 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 mm-hmm. we need uh we need some william wallace's some robin hoods we need uh prince john wishes you a happy birthday too we need to take this game stop to the next level and stop the game yeah life's a game Death the same. And on that note, cue the music. You think the people of this country exist to provide you with position. I think your position exists to provide those people with freedom. And I go to make sure that they have it. The government totally sucks. Cause the land of love and freedom is just a baby's breath away. Government.